All the best music, sports, and podcasts right now on FAULradio.com. You're listening to Chick Flicks with me, your host, Alexis Otang. And guys, today it's my birthday. Woo! Clap. Audience clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So today is my 20th birthday. I don't know if you can tell by the cake or the crown or the sash that says birthday girl. But yes, it is my 20th birthday and I'm super, super thankful to just have this wonderful life and be alive for 20 years. So today's episode, I'm not going to be really reviewing movies. I'm more of going to tell you about my favorite birthday themed episodes and movies. But first guys, we need to cut my cake and sing happy birthday. Hopefully I find a non-copyrighted birthday track, but if not, my grateful audience will sing happy birthday to me for sound. All right, guys, let's cut this cake. Let's go. Cool, guys. So now that we've cut the cake, you guys may delve in to the beautiful Chatelili cake. You may come on screen. Yes. I'm taking this. It's for me now. And if you're wondering what's going on because you're listening on pod on Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever platform, maybe you should go check out YouTube on FAU Owl TV or my account. So you can see what's going on in the studio live because we got video footage now for Chick Flicks. And I will be eating some of this cake throughout the podcast. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Sorry, guys. Okay, so let us not waste any more time. Let's get into the video. So today I'm going to be talking about, like I said, my favorite birthday-themed movies, TV show episodes, and everything in between. So we're going to start off with movies because, surprisingly, the list is very short. There's not a lot of movies that are literally just based around um, birthdays. But I'm going to give some honorable mentions because I'm not going to go in-depth and talk about them. I'm really only going to talk about one film mainly because it's my favorite film for birthdays. But some honorable mentions are 16 Wishes that is on Disney. It's a decom. It stars Debbie Ryan. I liked that movie growing up. I thought it was cool. And honestly, like, everything was going well until she made that, you know, wish about being an adult. Had she not made that, like, the whole movie would have been awesome, which is her getting everything her way. That's always what I dreamed of when I had my own birthdays, was just everything would go my way and, like, all these things would happen. My 16th birthday, I went on a cruise for my 16th birthday. So it was a pretty good birthday. And yeah, I just think that film was really good. Another film I want to shout out is 13 Going on 30. It's kind of a birthday film because she has a big birthday party in the beginning. And it's about a young girl uh, who's played by Jennifer Gardner, like when she's older, who wishes to be 30 because her 13th birthday just doesn't go as she planned. And she quickly realizes that she doesn't grow up to be the person she thought she was going to be and that it's better to cherish the time you have being young and appreciate those around you. So it's a good film. 
I definitely recommend it. But the birthday film I want to focus on is 16 Candles. I love this film. It stars the 80s Hollywood icon Molly Ringwald. She was in everything. One of this movies being one of her biggest ones. I love it, but I will address that this film has not aged well. And that's okay for us to admit. It just not it just hasn't. It hasn't aged well. But that's okay. We can talk about it outside the context of like some of the SA that goes around in this film. Um, so there is the, you know, what's that thing called? I can't remember the word for it. It's not trigger warning, but it's like the, I can't think of the word. But basically, there's my little announcement beforehand about Yes, I understand that this film has not aged well, but in the context of birthday films and just talking about like the good parts, I love the film. So quick synopsis, if you do not know what the film is about, it's about a young girl who is turning 16 and everybody except for like her best friend kind of forgets about her birthday. Why? Because her sister's getting married and they're all focused on the wedding and the grandparents coming into town and meeting her sister's fiance's parents and all that. So throughout all the ruckus, she gets her birthday forgotten and her name's Samantha Sam Baker. She has a very big crush on a senior named Jake Ryan and there is a geeky freshman named Ted, I believe, who has a crush on her. But of course, you know, we're in the era of films where the guy who's probably better for you, going to treat you right, more on your league is not an option at this point. We have to go for the guy way out of our league, way out of our scope, da-da-da-da-da. So I love this film. There's just so many things about it. Um, It was one of the first 80s films I've ever seen. Honestly, I think Samantha is such a good sport because... If people forgot my birthday, I'd actually like shut myself in my room and cry like the whole day. And then I would legit hold like I'd just be like a storm cloud the next day being like, you forgot my birthday. Also, I would hold it over my family forever. Like her family instantly remembers because she tries to like hint at her mom like, hey, is there anything you want to say to me today? Anything special? And her mom is just like, have a good day at school. Like, honey, like we have the dress rehearsal tonight so don't be late like and so the next day her mom's like oh my god you were trying to tell me and I wasn't listening I'm a bad mother and she's like no we I understand nah I would have been like yeah you are how you forget my sick okay if you forget the 13th birthday if you get for the the eighth birthday fine okay cool chill but the 16th excuse me I feel like the birthday milestones is the first birthday, depending on what you think is more important, your fifth or sixth birthday, your 10th birthday. Um, 13th, I guess, can be a milestone birthday because you're now a teen. 16 or 15, depending on what culture you come from. 18 and 21. And then everything after that is just increments of five. So 25, 30, 35, 40, the big 50, whatever, whatever, whatever. So forgetting a 16th birthday, specifically for girls at least, is so big. And she was just like, it's okay. A better woman than I would ever be. I'll tell you that right now. A better woman than I... I don't even think she got a gift. Well, she does at the end of the film. It's the guy. But... She's a better woman than me, and I will say that to the end of my days. I would never. I would hold it over my family's head for years to come. No matter what I do, I could hit 
my brother with a car and I'd be like, you forgot my 16th birthday, so we're even. And what? Um, oh, one more. I was going to talk about this movie. Um, let me just say, there's a scene in this movie that always, like, upset me. It's a scene where, like, her friend and her are answering, like, a questionnaire and it asks, like, are you a virgin? Uh, yes or no? You know. And if you're not a virgin, who would you let take your virginity, Right. She answers her crush, Jake Ryan. And, you know, there's a scene where she kind of, like, looks back at him, and she makes it kind of so obvious. She's looking back at him, and then she goes back to writing. So he kind of gets the cue, like, hey, this girl is writing something about me. And so she folds the note up, and she, like, tries to toss it over her back, like, um, without being, like, super obvious, and it drops. If I, she doesn't watch to see and make sure that her friend gets it, she just assumes her friend get, got it, and then continues looking ahead. Girl, you wrote down some confidential information. I would have made that feel like the queen's crown. I know it's a sore subject right now, but like I would have made that the queen's crown. Ain't nobody touching it. Five-star security, everybody surrounding it. It is getting delivered to the one person it needs. It is getting ID. Like we're talking like five-stage security, five-star security, okay? She just dropped it back and the guy sees it and grabs it. What if that fell into the wrong person's hands? What if that fell into the wrong person's hands? What were you going to do? Hmm? Hmm? Your crush got it, and now he knows. But some girls aren't lucky, and their crush don't like them. And I don't know. I just would have never taken that chance. I low-key would have just been like, here. I would have just been like, here. Because why, why even why even risk somebody else getting that information? Now people know you are virgin and who you would like to take your virginity. That's two things you can't ha- just be having out that out there all willy-nilly but that's me um and so yeah sam is like feeling like really crappy but things get better as she talks to her dad and she you know just realizes like you know she's young things will happen when they happen she just learns a really lot of lessons and i don't know it's just a movie that i laugh to i feel good when i watch it it's a really big staple i feel like every girl should watch this like for their 16th birthday. I know I did when I turned 16. I watched this movie like literally the night of. Um, So it's just a good movie. I love it. Did it age well? No, it did not age well. I will be the first to admit it. It's, there's a lot of things wrong. Like the fact that this, he's the girl, the guy she's crushing on is a senior. She is a sophomore. That is a child. Like, you know, when office, in the office, when Stanley is like, boy, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. That is the vibes it gives me. But it's the 80s. So, you know, we think that this stuff is okay, I guess. Like, they got a free pass or whatever. Also, there's a very, like, racist type of character named Long Duck Dong. And he's Asian. Uh, I don't know. They don't ever say what like um ethnicity he is is we just know he's a foreign exchange student from asia and it's pretty racist so i'd like to acknowledge that too but yeah you know if you forget about the you know sexual harassment and the racism and all the other parts of this film that are bad it's a pretty good film so yeah it made my list Okay, going on to my next film. I guess it's another thing that I'm going to shout out um, is 21 and Over. I always, this film makes me laugh every time I watch it. I'm not going to go too deep into it because it really is one of those like crazy comedy party films. But basically there is a friend named Jeff Chang and he has a really important doctor's interview tomorrow or like medical school interview, I believe. 
And so he's not really going to celebrate his 21st birthday, but his two best friends fly in to help him celebrate. It stars Miles Teller, who you might know from the Divergent series, The Spectacular Now, and Skylar Austin, who is in uh, Pitch Perfect. That's where I mainly know him from. And so... They convince him to go out for his 21st birthday. And when I say that they are partying like there is no tomorrow, he's getting drunk. He's getting trashed all to the point where things start going wrong and chaotic. And they made a promise to their drunk friend that they were going to get him back home safe and sound so that he could enjoy his um, 21st birthday and also make it to his medical school interview. And they lose track of him. All this stuff, just shit goes off the wall. It's so chaotic. So they have to basically use their two small brains combined to get through all the obstacles of the night and get him back. And I feel like it's a film about just like making sure to enjoy your birthday. Surround yourself with those who care about you. And also don't put so much pressure on yourself. 21, you don't, you're still trying to figure things out. You don't need to have everything together. I also feel like it's like, cause the dad is such a bad person. He's just not a good supportive father. Um, he berates his son. He makes him feel like he's going to never be good enough and that if he doesn't get this medical interview, he'll never be proud. And Jeff finally stands up to his dad, tells him, I don't want to do that in life. I'm going to make my own path. I'm proud of myself and I'm going to live my life the way I want it. And it's just, it's just a proud moment out there because when you, at that age, you need to start doing things for yourself rather than for others. And it's super important that you learn that. And while this film is filled with a lot of comedy and a lot of like just funny bits, it does have a really good message at the end of the day to surround yourself by those who support you and love you and also party hard on your 21st birthday. So next year, catch me having my 21 and over moment. Okay, so yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about with this film. I love it. If you're looking for a funny film to watch on your 21st birthday, that's definitely one I would recommend, bruh. Okay, getting into what I really want to talk about, my favorite birthday episodes. I feel like all sitcoms have like some type of birthday episode, and I picked my like three with an honorable mention. Um, these are some of my favorite shows, sitcom shows that I'm going to be talking about. So I'm, I was super happy and it was really easy to pick a birthday episode from them. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Community. I just discovered Community like, I want to say last year. Maybe it was this year. I can't remember. But whenever it came out on Netflix, that's when I discovered it. And guys, it's such a funny show. One of my favorite episodes of Community is the SVU spoof. It is perfect like there's nothing about that episode that like that episode that I would change in the writing it spoofed it to the T better than S it, it was way better than whatever SNL could do and I stand by that I stand by that so the episode I'm talking about is the critical film studies episode it's Abed's birthday and the gang plans a Pulp Fiction birthday party for him if you don't know Abed Abed is kind of he is a character who literally lives through films. Like he references films and pop culture all the time. He's watched so many. He had a mental breakdown in one of the episodes in like season one, and he literally imagined everyone as claymation characters, like a Christmas clay Christmas claymation stories to like deal with his emotions. Low key, if I was any character from 
community, I'd like to be like, oh, I'm cool like Jeff or I'm as cool as Troy. I'm really Abed with the film knowledge. Like when we're talking about the film knowledge and everything, I'm really Abed, but I like to think I'm Troy, like happy, spontaneous with a bit of like the organization freak optimism of Annie. But I'm kind of Abed. So in this episode, the gang plans a Pulp Fiction birthday for him because, of course, he loves movies. Abbott calls Jeff to dinner, though, right before and tells him how he was in an uh, he was an extra in an episode of Cougar Town, which was on TV, like uh, TBS. So I guess this is kind of like a fourth wall break in the episode. And because of that, he is changing his perspective on life. And he kind of talks about how, like, you know, he's going to refrain from using pop culture references and how he's no longer the Abed of before. He's more mature. And Jeff is kind of like, why would you change that about yourself? He's confused. He's also trying to get him away from this dinner so that he can go, you know, enjoy his birthday party. And throughout their conversation, Jeff starts opening up, too, about, like, some of his realizations as he's gotten older only for him to find out that Abed is actually recreating another movie scene slash reference and he gets pretty upset about that um but in the end Abed explains that he did that because he felt like him and Jeff were drifting apart they weren't as close as they were before and the movie he was referencing was um I think a dinner with Adam I'll look that up or I'll put like what the movie is maybe over here because I can't remember what the movie was. But he's referencing some movie where two best friends go to dinner and they talk and they just have a lot of realization. And he just wanted that for him and Jeff. So Abed, deep down, is just like a sweet character. He looks at the world from a out of the box perspective but he is just wholesome and you gotta love him some of the subplots though that i really enjoy uh any subplot that involves troy i love because i love donald glover i love him as childish campino i love him as donald glover i love him in every single role he does i've heard that people think that his character troy um inspired his character that he now plays on atlanta I haven't watched Atlanta yet, but I need to watch it if that's the case, because I love Troy. Um, But basically, Troy got Abed a birthday gift, and he's his best friend, so he wants to give him the best birthday gift ever. But he starts getting, like, influenced by Chang to look at Jeff's gift, because there's this feeling that it may be better. And you know Chang, he loves to, you know, play and instigate and... I can definitely tell that in this moment, like, Troy was trying not to fall into the trap, but he did, and he opened it, and he ended up ruining the birthday gift, but it was a fake, um, it was supposed to be, like, the actual briefcase from Pulp Fiction, it was a fake, um, Jeff didn't know, but Abed thought he destroyed it, and he ended up choking out Chang for making him be, like, a bad friend, so... Love this episode. I think it was super cool. I love all the references to Pulp Fiction. Everybody in the um, cast was dressed up up as a character from Pulp Fiction. So it was just amazing. Also getting to see uh, Yvette Nicole Brown as Samuel L. Jackson's character in Pulp Fiction was a treat. That was great. So on to the next birthday episode. 
The next one, Modern Family, another one of my favorite sitcoms. I love Modern Family. I love that whole cast. They're amazing. It deserves every Emmy that it ever won, every award. That whole cast is just an A-list cast. Like, it's just magic on that set. They had a birthday episode in the first season, but I'm not going to talk about that one because I think Princess Party is just way better. Princess Party has everything I love about Modern Family. We have Fizbo. Cam's beloved clown character that he wants to bring to the birthday party, but Mitchell is like, no, it is your daughter's, it's Lily's first birthday. You're going to be acting as her parent, not Fizbo. Um, We have Claire being really stressed out because her mom's coming. We have Phil trying to keep his wife from going crazy and lashing out at her mom. We have Gloria and Jay and Manny antics. It has everything you love about Modern Family. Some of my highlights from this episode was... um, the children's book bit Gloria buys a children's book for Lily for her first birthday but the catch is it reads to Lily but they have to record the narration and you can if you've seen Modern Family you can already imagine how that goes yeah um I feel like if my family were to do this it would exactly it would be exactly how Gloria Manny and Jay did it like to the T um we would all argue we would all laugh um you could hear my parents like talking in their accents which is just super cool and funny and yeah I absolutely love that bit and also the little thing they did at the end with them and how like um Jay's like Cam and Mitchell are just gonna throw this book out so who cares it's just amazing um I also love the fact that Jay tries to pull one on Gloria because she's hesitant to come to the birthday party because Dee Dee uh, Jay's ex-wife is going to be there and Dee Dee and Gloria do not have the best past um, and Gloria's right Dee Dee ends up attacking her at the princess birthday party and the fight is hilarious because you remember that Gloria is a little bit drunk because she took a Xanax and then she had a shot of tequila so she is not really all the way there and Phil is like I got Gloria I'm pulling Gloria out of there like it's just a good episode it has everything I love about Modern Family Okay, the next episode is an iconic birthday episode from The Office. It's Lecture Lecture Circuit, which is actually a two-parter, but I'm going to summarize it as quick as I can because we're just going to focus on the plot about the birthday party. Jim and Dwight were made the uh, co-party planning committee leads, and they're not the best people to hire for your birthday party. They completely forgot about Kelly's birthday, which if there's anybody in that office you don't want to forget birthday, it's Kelly. And mind you, they got her rage, which, like I said, if somebody forgot my birthday and they're supposed to plan me a party, I had to feel some type of way. I Kelly is my spirit animal. I feel like I am a bit of a Kelly, and that's okay. It's okay to be a Kelly. Also, she's played by Mindy Kaling, so how can you not love her? Um... So we have so many iconic moments from this episode. It's the it's your birthday sign where it's literally just says it's your birthday. No exclamation part, no point, no bright colors, no like balloons on the banner. It just says it's your birthday. Uh, Dwight thought it was a good idea to use brown, black and gray balloons. And he didn't even blow them up all the way. And he hung them with tape. So that um 
Kelly just being super, like, kind of demanding in the episode. I feel like if I got to be a birthday Zilla, that'd be me. I want it this way. Where's the birthday theme? We want perfection. We want a birthday that's well thought off. But honestly, the birthday gift they ended up getting for her, which was a nap. I, I kind of wanted a nap today, too. When I get back to my room, I'm going to finish eating this cake. And I'm going to nap. So it was a good birthday gift. It was a really good birthday. It was chaotic. And um, yeah, I love this episode and I will probably watch it today. I'm watching all of these episodes of movies today, but this one is definitely going on the list. And for the last thing I want to mention, the last episode, it's more of like a, a realization because honestly, I'm not a friends person and I'm only watched half of this episode, but I got to mention it because there's a valuable lesson in this episode. It's from friends, the one where they all turn 30. And I think this episode is something that everyone should watch, especially going into their 30s. I mean, their 20s, because that's me, is that going up is super scary. We want to stay young forever. I know I've already cried a couple times today, but they're happy tears. I might cry later in this episode, but I'm happy, I swear. But growing up is scary, and I think we all would like a little time machine clock to turn back time. But we just have to remember that, like, it, we, there's so much to look forward to in your life. You have so much that is going to happen. Good things are going to come your way. Do not be scared of the future. Um, cherish the time you have now. I think that's a big thing about the episode is cherish these years. I'm definitely going to cherish my 20s and remember that like, you know, 20 years have gone by that I've been on this earth. I want to live every day just as best as I can with a super positive attitude. Is that realistic? Am I going to be happy every single day? No, but I'm going to make the most of these next 10 years because, you know, I am only this young once. And I think it's important to remember that life is super, super cherish. So yeah, guys, that's why I wanted to, you know, shout out and let me just get into the sappiness of my birthday. This is going to be, this has really been a birthday from the books by the time, like right now it's 4.33. I don't know if you can see. So it's pretty late. So I've basically gone throughout my day. It has been a really good birthday. I have gotten so many birthday wishes. Uh, I'm super happy for everybody in my life. I am so thankful that I'm so supportive. I never thought I would have a podcast where people would actually listen to me and actually care about what I have to say. Uh a couple years ago, like, I had a hard time grappling with the fact that I actually mattered and that I was someone who deserved to be appreciated, to be loved, that I was valuable. We live in a society who likes to make people who look like me feel like they don't matter. And I have encountered many people in my life who have made me feel like I'm not a good person, that I am toxic, that I am useless or I'm not valuable. But today has shown me that that is not true. That is quite the opposite. I am very valuable to the people in my life who are important to me, that I am a good person, that I am a joy. I should. I am somebody who should be cherished and that I have so many amazing friends and families that I will always appreciate and be thankful for. So 
to anybody whose birthday is today, happy birthday to you. All the love. I got through that without crying because I can feel the tears coming. So I'm going to try to wrap this up. Thank you guys for all the birthday wishes. Thank you guys for everything. By the time I post this, my birthday will have passed. But know that this was definitely one of the best birthdays I've had. And I love you guys. That is the it for Chick Flicks. If you'd like to keep in touch with me, make sure to follow me at Chick at the Chick Flicks show on Instagram. You can also follow at FAU Owl TV and at FAU Owl Radio because my podcast is official show for both of these organizations for FAU. You can also follow me at Alexis Otang. It is no more at Simply Alexis. That profile I'm getting rid of because honestly, I always felt the need to make a separate, like keep these things separate, like my, I guess my micro influencer business and content, but no more. I'm merging it with my personal life because this is my life and yeah so follow me at at alexis otang and yeah guys uh, make sure you follow us on spotify soundcloud wherever you're listening this to subscribe to the youtube channel and thank you so much for celebrating my birthday with me by watching this episode if you like this video leave a comment a like and this is alexis signing off a chick flicks you guys have a wonderful day and i'm gonna eat my cake because it's my birthday see you later guys FAU's student-run radio station streaming worldwide on FAUOwlRadio.com. We have shows, DJ on-campus events, giveaway free concert tickets, and more. Make sure to check us out on social media at FAU Owl Radio.